0: Financial institutions have a lot of data, but are they reaping all the rewards that so-called big data has to offer? Aaron Caldiero, senior data scientist at Zions Bank, says no. In fact, banking institutions across the board could be doing more with big data to integrate channels and enhance fraud detection. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here today with Aaron Caldiero, who shares his top recommendations for big data. Aaron, big data, which only recently has become a household term, has been a focus at Zion's for the last four to five years. What can you tell us about the consulting that Zion offers other institutions and industry agencies about how financial services can and should take advantage of big data?
1: Uh, Zions, typically when we consult with outside financial institutions, we talk to them about you know what data sources they'd like to bring together, and also once they do bring those things together, what kind of things can they do with it. So for instance, right, most of the time we recommend that they bring as much data as possible together. That's the beauty of big data is to be able to bring together all the data that you ever could possibly need and never have to worry about you know structuring that data before you load it and those kind of things.
0: So Aaron, how does Zions define big data?
1: We define big data in a couple different ways. The first way is just by the tools that we use, so Hadoop and some of the large unstructured data formats. And so the tools kind of define what big data is for us. And also, big data has been around for a long time, but people just didn't have a name for it. And so it's mostly just being able to house large amounts of data that we weren't able to house before.
0: How does Zions address big data internally versus what it recommends for outside organizations?
1: So internally, because we've built a really strong infrastructure to house a lot of big data, we are able to capture, like I said before, anything that we could possibly want and things we don't know that we want yet. So we can capture a whole bunch of text feeds and just store those off into Hadoop. And later on down the line, we can extract things that we need. And then if we decide, oh, well, we also need A, B, C, or D – We can go back to that unstructured data, and it's there already. We don't have to rebuild a whole ETL process and go back to the source data. We already have it loaded and ready to go.
0: And then what about recommendations for outside organizations? I guess it just depends on how much data or how accessible that data is.
1: Right. So if they do have large amounts of data and they do have the infrastructure to handle it, we would definitely suggest to them to load as much as you possibly can, load everything. And then after the fact worry about extracting the data that you need and structuring the data the way that you need.
0: And then when it comes to big data, of course, a lot of organizations struggle with just locating the data. What do you Mm -hmm. see as being the greatest challenge for financial institutions and organizations generally when it comes to big data?
1: So the challenges there I know that we have faced internally is being able to interact with the different business units to be able to find out what their data sources are so that we can integrate all of that data into our centralized location. So, Being able to interact with the business has been really essential for us, being able to go to the different business units and, you know, say what are the data pieces that you're missing, what are data pieces that you have already, you know, where are you getting your things from, is it from a mainframe, is it from an Excel spreadsheet, all sorts of disparate data sources. Being able to bring all those together has been really essential for us.
0: One of the things that kind of jumps out at me is the fact that organizations not knowing where data is located probably means that they're not adequately protecting that data. But big data can actually help an organization improve its overall security posture. How does that happen?
1: Yeah, it can definitely improve security. And for us, it improves security because we can see different channels of fraud and different channels of access and being able to tie all those different channels together, create a more holistic picture of where fraud can and does happen, and be able to build you know, predictive models based on that, and being able to centralize all that has been really uh, largely impactful, being proactive about stopping fraud before it happens.
0: Now, Erin, some of the organizations that Zions works with, when it comes to helping them understand big data, what seems to be the biggest concern or perhaps the biggest challenge that a lot of those institutions face?
1: Uh, there's two different camps there. A lot of people either focus on what tools do I need and other people focus on what kind of people do I need and what kind of skills do those people have to have. And we try to, you know, encourage people to focus more on the people and the skills that those people will need rather than just the tools because the tools will change and adapt over time. Uh, But having the right people that have the skills to be able to adapt to all the new tools that are coming out in big data has been essential for us.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point that you raise, and it's actually something that I wanted to ask about, the fact that so many organizations and institutions do struggle with having the right people and the right knowledge base to interpret and analyze big data. And oftentimes it seems that organizations rely on their IT staffs, but you've noted before that that's not really recommended. It's not the best approach. How can institutions address those concerns uh, by ensuring that they're hiring the right types of people?
1: It's very difficult to find the right people. We've kind of tried to look for those hybrid types where it's somebody that has some IT experience and programming experience and math experience and statistical experience and some domain knowledge and try to bring all those things together into one person is very difficult. So we've found a couple of those unicorns, you know, the the mythical beast. Um, And then we've also found a You know, a few different people that have those individual skills that we're able to mesh together as a team.
0: Now, when it comes to having so many different people involved in the process, you know, I'm sure that this raises some sort of data access concern. How can institutions and organizations generally ensure they're providing data to the right individuals without exposing themselves to risk by making too much data too accessible?
1: With us, the way we've handled that so far is a lot of the big data tools right now don't have a lot of security baked in. So, we've added a lot of features on top of Hadoop and MongoDB and some of those other technologies to kind of limit what people have access to. Also, most of the stuff that we send outside of our group has already been filtered down to just show what we want people to see. We kind of keep everything in-house for right now, and then it puts a lot lot more stress on our team because then we have to be able to adapt all the different requests for data, and we're still kind of working out the logistics behind all that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I wanted to ask about the platforms that maybe Zions and other institutions build to help them understand big data across these different channels. How can an integrated view of big data improve fraud detection across those channels, and how do you build those types of platforms?
1: It helps detect fraud because, like I said before, you're able to integrate more pieces of data to be more predictive about detecting fraud. And the technologies that we've used are able to handle large amounts of data, and also they scale very easily just by adding new hardware nodes. So when you do have a new data source that... You know, may overload your systems. All you have to do is add a few more servers to your cluster, and it scales very easily.
0: When it comes to relying on vendors or, you know, different Mm -hmm. proprietary solutions, how does Zions address that when it's looking at big
1: data? So, with us, with big data, it's really difficult to find vendors out there that have everything that you need. So, we have kind of a hybrid approach of build it in house and, you know, vendor solutions. Mostly our vendor solutions are just in support for some of the products, but all the stuff that we build on top is all built in-house so that we have adaptability and able to access the fraud models and be able to adapt those as quickly as possible in real time, even if we need to.
0: And then what about some of the other organizations that Zions works with? Do you actually outsource any of the platforms that you build to some of those organizations?
1: And so far, we have not. Uh, that's something we're definitely looking into. For right now, we've just consulted with a few different organizations through some of the fraud financial groups. But right now, we haven't subletted out any of our technologies that we've built in-house.
0: And then, Aaron, before we close, I wanted to ask simply what recommendations you might offer to an institution or an organization that is interested in addressing big data.
1: I think the biggest concern would be to find the right people. kind of essential to be able to bring the right team together, to be able to have those people mesh together and be able to interact with the business and bring those business needs to big data, to be able to answer the business questions that you wouldn't be able to answer otherwise without big data. So having the right people to be able to do that has been essential for us, and that's definitely what I would recommend to other institutions.
0: Aaron, I'd like to thank you again for your time today.
1: Sure, no problem.
0: Again, we've just heard from Aaron Caldiero of Zions Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.